Hello there, every one of you studiers out there. Welcome back to the wisdom of Ecclesiasticus. Shirak, his grandfather Jesus, and his son Jesus. I call it the wisdom of Shirak, and here we are in 36. Here we have a uh, prayer for the church against the enemies thereof. That's from the translators, and uh, that's a good note here in the brief, in the beginning of it. And uh, it's the difference between a fro word heart and a good heart. Okay, fro word. That's another old English uh, word. Stiff neck, stupid, unbiblical, against God. Arrogant, proud, froward. And then we have of a good wife again here. Okay, so uh, on we go. Verse 1 in Ecclesiasticus. Chapter 36, verse 1. In the prayer here it says, Have mercy upon us, O Lord God of all, and behold us. And send thy fear upon all the nations that seek not after thee. Lift up thy hand against the strange nations and let them see thy power. <clears throat> Notice the undercurrent right to the last days, to the uh, judgment there of all the world's armies that are against Jesus Christ here. They're harmonizing it with uh, Jeremiah the prophet, uh, chapter 10, 25. But you could have thousands of notes there. In 4 it says, As thou wast sanctified in us before them, so be thou magnified among them before us. How about that? So uh, the uh, preparation and... The exaltation. Exalt God Almighty there in 4 and 5. It says, And let them know thee as we have known thee, that there is no God but only thou, O God. Okay? And that includes all your New Age mumbo-jumbo philosophies, uh, whether it's Lucifer himself or any of the other fallen angel deities. Or the uh, Darwinistic man is going to marry a machine and become a god. All that crap will get undone one of these days. It will be exposed to the world as the lie that it is. It says in 6, shoo, new signs. New signs and make... Other strange wonders glorify thy hand and thy right arm that they may set forth thy wondrous works. And we're getting some of that today. The Lord's going to really rev it up here pretty soon. Satan will not have his way. Satan will not destroy all flesh. Uh, they will not be able to destroy the world God's coming back to destroy those that are destroying the world, and that is going to be a glorious victory 
for all of us folks. Let's pray for, let's pray this uh, prayer of Sharak here. It says in seven, notice the number seven, for that week of years, the 2,300 days, it says raise up indignation and power out wrath. Take away the adversary and destroy the enemy. Okay, so there is Lucifer and all his minions, all those followers that reach all the depths of hell and the firmaments of heaven as they're going up and down. Destroy all those creatures that don't love the Lord. Okay, in seven, that holy number seven, that Shabool, that Septuagint number there. It says, make the time short, remember the covenant, and let them declare thy wonderful works. Okay, now that right there, this is really getting prophetic here. Okay, we got that number seven, of course, that the translators put in here. And uh, here we're raising up the wrath. This is uh, God's wrath against the ungodly, the followers of Lucifer and all the minions, all the dupes, all the people that are against Jesus Christ are going down, folks. All right, let him that escapeth in nine be consumed by the rage of the fire and let them perish that oppress the people. See, that's prophetic, folks. That, that goes right to the book of Revelations. And when I say the Revelations, I mean all the prophets are there in <laughs> Revelations. Revelations is almost nothing new other than the letters to the churches. All that is a fulfillment of prophecies that were all through the Old Testament and uh, the Old Te Testament uh, Apocrypha. Okay, in 10, more of this prophecy that's here in Ecclesiasticus. It says, might in sunder the heads of the rulers of the heathen that say, there is none other but we. <laughs> that's right, the ten unseen merchant kings think they are gods on earth, <laughs> including uh, the Rothschild that just, I guess he passed away, if you can believe that. Uh, you can't believe nothing out of the Rothschild clan. They are the head of the ten unseen merchant kings. They just are, and that's where the uh, Rothschild clan, and that ain't their real name. That's a fake name. Um, they have made their living on the lie, folks, and uh, that's who we're up against with the ten unseen merchant kings. That's who's burning the earth. That is who's burning Texas down here. Uh, what is the date today? This is the 28th of February, 2024. And they are making war on the United States. And notice the astrology. Notice Texas getting burned with fire, like they did uh, California for a long time. And how they did Hawaii, and now they're starting on Texas. They just are. That's prophecy fulfilled. And who's doing it according to the Bible? Who is the ones burning the whore of Babylon down? And when I say the whore of Babylon, that's 
all kindreds and tongues and places all across the firmament of the earth. Every place on earth is all one with the whore today. Yes, sir, the lady rides the beast. And when I say that, Who's making the, the who's burning her with fire? The the whore that they created and they hate her. Well, that's the Illuminati, the ten unseen merchant kings. That's who. It says here, gather all the tribes of it, of Jacob together and inherit thou them as from the beginning. And every believer is written into the seed of Abraham. There in eleven, in twelve, it says, O Lord, have mercy upon the people that is called by thy name, and upon Israel, whom thou hast named thy firstborn. And that was given to Jacob back there in Genesis. Okay, uh, 13, it says, O be merciful unto Jerusalem, thy holy city. And um, here, and they finish, the place of thy rest. And that's where... The new Jerusalem is going to come down to earth, the north star to earth, the plumb line straight down to earth. 14, it says, Fill Zion with thine unspeakable oracles and thy people with thy glory. That's the outpouring, folks, of the Holy Ghost. In 15, Give testimony unto those that thou hast possessed from the beginning and raise up prophets that have been in thy name. So, if you are a believer, you were written in before the world began, according to Scripture. According to Jesus Christ, he knew you. He created you before he created the world. It says in here in 16, Reward them that wait for thee, and let thy prophets be found faithful. Oh, this is nothing. This prayer is nothing but prophecy, folks. Yeah, we're living this here today, here, folks. And rightly, when the uh, translator said the prayer for the church, <laughs> they were absolutely over the target, were they not? In seventeen, O oh Lord, hear the prayer of thy servants according to the blessing of Aaron over thy people, that all thy all they which dwell upon the earth may know that thou art the Lord, the eternal God. And that's coming true. There's a day when it doesn't matter whether they're under the earth in hell, they'll still know their folly. And they'll know who's right. Is Lucy Greaves and all the Satanists and all their lies and the Rothschilds and the Ten Unseen Merchant Kings, are they right? Are they right, or are we right? Is God Almighty here right? We're going to find that out here in the last days. In 18, the belly devoureth all meats, yet is one meat better than another. Okay, how about that? Okay, so that starts, that's a fact, but let's see how it applies here. As the palate tasteth diverse kinds of venison, so doth an heart of understanding false speeches. Okay, see, 
How is it that the people can believe these politicians out here and all their gobbledygook and they're reading their speeches or, you know, their teleprompter and they go on and on and, or they're uh, the man on the pulpit and he's on and on. Well, they don't have wisdom and understanding. And here it tells you, if you have un if you have understanding, you will understand the false speeches that are given out here. It's easy, folks. Hey, they're tr um, sending us to Job thirty-four three there for that. In twenty, it says a froward heart causeth heaviness, but a man of experience will recompense him okay so that gets put right back on top of the froward heart the one with the big mouth and the stiff neck he ends up with uh it dumped right back on top of his head okay it says here in 21 a woman will receive every man yet is one daughter better than another okay so there's a little something about um, when the lady has the child, how she loves her, uh, one daughter more than another. And that's okay. That's okay. She loves them all. Just one's better than the other. That's okay. Uh, cause we kind of switched subjects here. It says the beauty of a woman, uh, cheereth the continence and a man loveth nothing better. Okay. So that's on the beauty of a, a woman that's inside out. That's, uh, not just on their appearance, but that's from within. It says, if there be kindness, meekness, and comfort in her tongue, then is not her husband like other men? Period. Okay, so <laughs> what a gift that is. And notice how this isn't just the out outward appearance. This is from within. This is the, the stuff that's inside the reins of this uh, lady okay 24 he that getteth a wife beginneth a possession a help like unto himself and a pillar of rest okay so that's the beginning of his family there all right okay so there's that and uh, there's how the family should be a unit working together should be where no hedge is, there the possession is spoiled, and he that hath no wife will wander up and down mourning. Okay, so this is so hard, not having a helper for the woman, you know, not having a husband. And it's hard when the husband doesn't have a, a wife. It can be very hard. No helper for each other here. 26, it says, who will trust a thief well appointed that skippeth from city to city? Question mark. So who will believe a man that hath no house and lodgeth wheresoever the night taketh him? Question mark. And like I said, the apostles and Jesus Christ went, they didn't go house to house like a Jehovah's Witness, no. They were told don't do that, but they went from town to town and they lodged wherever they could. And that is a hard life. Even the Lord talked about that, where the Son of Man had nowhere to, to lay his head. 
there's a certain amount of suffering to that. Uh, but they're doing it for what? The spreading of the gospel. Okay. On we go. How to know friends and counselors. Discretion and wisdom of a godly man blesses him. It blesses other people, too. It says, learn to refrain thine appetite. So do not be a glutton. We've had a lot of that here in the wisdom of Shirak, have we not? It says here, it says here, uh, every friend saith, I am his friend also, but there is a friend which is only a friend in name. Okay, so here's your phony baloney. <laughs> okay, we got to be able to spot those people. Uh, that doesn't mean we take them out and hang them, but we need to know who our friends are, who, where the real love is, etc. Two, it says, is it not a grief unto death when a companion and friend is turned to an enemy? Question mark. Okay. Uh, there you go. Uh, and there's lots of these turncoats out there. We have been talking about that here in the wisdom of Shirak. We've been applying it to what Christ said, that in the last days, even families themselves will be split over Christ. And uh, you cannot yoke with these people. Here, uh, there is a separating going on, and that can be very painful. Okay, here's more on the imagination, and uh, an imagination is a wicked conspiracy of the heart that's inside people, that they can, they can imagine this uh, ploy that they have in their heart. Oh, wicked imagination. Oh, wicked imagination, whence camest thou in to cover the earth with deceit? Okay, so there is worldwide imagination and deceit, and we're living that. Ooh, Ecclesiasticus is getting very, very, very prophetic in all of this. It says in 4, there is a companion which rejoiceth in the prosperity of a friend, but in the time of trouble will be against him. In five, there is a companion which helpeth his friend for the belly and taketh up the buckler against the enemy. Okay, now, listen, uh, is that not doing it for profit? Okay, uh, we have a note here from the uh, translators. Um and uh, I'm pretty much over the target here. He doesn't have uh, a good motivation, we'll say. All right. It says in 6, Forget not thy friend in thy mind, and be not unmindful of him in thy riches. Every counselor extolleth counsel, but there is some that consoleth for himself. Okay. So here's somebody giving you advice, and who is it benefiting? That's the question. Is he doing it to benefit himself or to him benefit you? Okay. All right, so beware of the wicked counselor here. More on it in eight, it says, Beware of a counselor and know before what need he hath, for he will 
counsel for himself, lest he cast the lot upon thee. And say unto thee, Thy way is good, and afterward he stand on the other side to see what shall befall thee. So you're a uh, counselor's experiment to see what will happen to you here, okay? He's not after your good. We'll put it like that. And here you are, an experiment. <laughs> oh, wow. In 10, it says, consult not with one that suspecteth thee and hide thy counsel from such as envy thee, okay? So here we are with people that are uh, pretending to be your counselor and they have another crown where people can't be found. They don't have your good in mind. Uh, he's, you're, this counselor's suspecting you of something. So here they come in with their words. And uh, if, if uh, you got someone that is against you, you don't want to let them know what your counsel is one way or the other, okay? Keep it to yourself here. All right, in 11 it says, Neither consult with a woman touching her of whom she is jealous, neither with a coward in matters of war, nor with a merchant concerning exchange, nor with a buyer of selling, nor with an envious man of thankfulness, nor with a unmerciful man touching kindness, nor with the slothful for any work, nor with an hireling for a year of finishing work, nor with an idle servant of much business. Hearken not unto these in any matter of counsel. How about that list? Was that clearly read? Did everybody get that? Okay, so there's one of these lists that we have in the Bible. All right, it says in 12, but be continually, be continually with a godly man whom thou knowest to keep the commandments of the Lord, whose mind is according to thy mind, and will sorrow with thee if thou shalt miscarry. All right. So here we are yoking with the people up and into and including the counseling. Hey, uh, uh, I have trouble going outside people that have wisdom and understanding for anything. I mean, uh, I might go to a boat mechanic for a boat or a bike mechanic for a bike, and they may not be... Uh, full of wisdom and understanding in other matters. But I try to stay away from that. And the wisdom of Sharaka is surely telling us to beware of getting counsel uh, from people that don't know the Lord. All right. In 13, it says, And let the counsel of thine own heart stand, for there is no man more faithful unto thee than it. <laughs> okay. Thine own heart. And see, you have the Holy Ghost in there helping you along, and there you have the doctrine that you're busy studying and reading and growing, and uh, and you have the people that you ask, okay? And with that, you make up your own mind and go. And don't waver after that. Don't. You, you've investigated. Now do what you should do. All right, in 14. 
for a man's mind is sometime wont to tell him more than seven watchmen that sit above in an high tower. Okay, so listen to what that, what your heart's telling you here. He's telling you, and you know, you go on and you examine everything carefully, get what counsel you can, but in the end, listen to what's inside you. It could be the Holy Ghost nudging you. It could be God Almighty uh, guiding your footsteps here, if you know the Lord. All right, okay. 15, it says, and above all, this, pray to the Most High that he will direct thy way in truth. Okay, that all-important truth. That truth that seems to be driven completely off of the firmament of the earth. You know, you get on YouTube, it ain't nothing but a pack of lies. And even when they're telling the truth, they're backing up, turning around for a good running start on a lie. Now, I'm telling you, I've been around these people that's, <laughs> that claim they're religious. And it's pretty bad. It's very bad. I tell you, it's a... Uh, it is really a mess out here with the human beings of this firmament here. It, it just is. Um, and there's one big pack of lies after another. There really is. The old timers told me that when I was young, and I didn't really believe it. I thought they were just negative old people, you know, and told them that. But I found out they were right as time went on. Their old statements they made to me as a youngster are ringing in my ears. <laughs> Buddy, you better investigate everything two, three times. Everything on the news, everything. YouTube, you better be investigating that because that is the, oh boy. They censor what they don't want and they push out what they do want. And that's just the way it is. Uh, they promote the lie. They really do. Truth is the hard thing to find, is it not? And I tell you, truth is stranger than fiction. Direct thy way in truth in 15 and 16. Let thy reason go before every enterprise and counsel before every action. So there you are. You're not just running and jumping. You're using the wisdom and understanding. And you're using the reason that God gave you within you. 17, the continence is a sign of changing of the heart. Okay, so there you are looking at the outside. And if you, many times you can see what's going on inside. Okay, in 18 it says, four manner of things appear good and evil, life and death, but the tongue ruleth over them continually. Okay, now look here. Life itself, if you love this world more than you do Christ, if you love this life, that's a sin. If you love this life so much that you fear death, okay, so you love life too much and you fear death, that's one too. Okay, this is how we got four here. And if you don't fear death, that's eternal life. He who loses his life for Christ gains eternal life. 
But he who loves his life to the end will lose his life. One, two, three, four. Okay. 19. There is one that is wise and teacheth many and yet is unprofitable to himself. Okay. And that's okay. You've given yourself over to wisdom and understanding. We, we just read Samuel again where he told everybody, I haven't taken so much as a shoe from anybody. Does anybody here say I defrauded them, etc.? And everybody said, nope, he's not defrauded any, but he surely helped the people. And he surely had no words fall to the ground, and he surely tried to help the people that he loved. Okay, in 20 it says, There is one that sheweth wisdom in words and is hated. He shall be destitute of all food. Okay, so like I said, there's a lot of people that don't want, it, want the wisdom and understanding. You go ahead and give it to them anyway. You can get the hands over the ears, the hand in the face. You can have CDs thrown at you. You can... People will absolutely stone you, okay, for saying the truth. Okay, look what happened to Stephen, where the uh, uh, Ptolemy Alexandria school caused all the idiots to stone Stephen there in the seventh chapter of Acts. He was giving them uh, wise words, was he not? Truthful words. And they stoned him for it. For grace is not given him from the Lord because he is de deprived of all wisdom. Okay, so there's one that's uh, going on talking and it's not from the Lord. So you see, there's no wisdom in that. In order to have wisdom, the real wisdom, you got to have it given to you by the Holy Ghost. 21, for grace is not given him from the Lord because he is deprived of all wisdom. Ah, that's trouble, isn't it? You must have the grace, and the grace is what? The gift of the Holy Ghost. All right. And that's a gift from God Almighty. Uh, 22, another is wise to himself, and the fruits of understanding are commendable in his mouth. Okay. So, isn't that a joy when you have the open ears from somebody? All right. Even better is when you're uh, communicating and helping each other along the way. 23. A wise man instructeth his people, and the fruits of his understanding fail not. And that would be like Samuel. Sure would. 24. A wise man shall be filled with blessing, and all they that see him shall count him happy. 25. The days of the life of a man may be numbered, but the days of Israel are innumerable. Again, Israel, the name Jesus Christ gave to Jacob, that will be here forever. The New Jerusalem, the real uh, godly Israel, to earth. That's a gathering of all the seed of Abraham. And anyone that knows Jesus Christ is written in to that number, and that will last forever. 
26, a wise man shall inherit glory among his people, and his name shall be perpetual. See, that goes right to the New Jerusalem, folks. We don't look for the glory here with these, uh, with this earthly uh, monster that's being created, this whore of Babylon. We don't need the whore to give us an attaboy, do we? No. Hey, enmity. With God is the world loves you. Enmity with the world, God loves you. So, you, you know, to love the world and the things that are therein, you're against God. So, the fact is, this name is given to you through the Holy Ghost by God Almighty, by Jesus Christ, and this perpetual name will last forever. That's where we're headed, folks, you and I. 27, for some prove thy soul in thy life, and see what is evil for it, and give not that unto to it, and that's what King Solomon did for all of us there in the book of Ecclesiastes, the preacher. He chose to know folly, and that's a tough path. And uh, he overdid it, and he admits that. He admits that, but we have the benefit of his writing so that we can uh, guide our footsteps through the doctrine. 28 says, For all things are not profitable for all men, neither hath every soul pleasure in everything. Okay, so I think that goes to Ecclesiastes real well, don't you? The table people say it does. 30 it says, For excess of meats bringeth sickness, and surfeiting will turn into collar. And uh, 29, it says, Be not unsatisfiable in any dainty thing, nor too greedy upon meats. <laughs> okay? All right, so that's gluttony again, and we're warned about that. And 30, it says, For excess of meats bringeth sickness, and surfeiting will turn into collar. Okay, so here you've been greedy, and it causes health problems. All right. Okay, 31, the last verse of the day. By surfeiting have many perished, but he that taketh heed prolongeth his life. So that's what's going in our mouth, folks. We got to beware we got to be smart about it, like Daniel was there as a young child, how he would eat the pulse. He didn't drink uh, the wine of the old grumpy king, did he? And he had wisdom and understanding about what was going in his mouth. And that goes along with a lot of the other saints, too, where the Holy Ghost is busy giving people the wisdom and understanding, you see, of what's going in their mouth. Uh, notice how uh, John the Baptist uh, was uh, with the honey, okay? Uh, there was um, wild locusts and honey. And, and so it's a matter of um, putting in your mouth what's good for you. However, what comes out of your mouth is what defiles you. And you got to be aware of that. As Christ said, it's not what goes in the mouth that defiles the person, it is what 
comes out of the mouth that defiles the person. Okay. Okay. Well, folks, thank you so much for studying again today. I will catch you on the next CD.